Welcome to the Next Steps podcast from Blackhawk Church. My name is Tiffany Malloy. I'm the pastor of Spiritual Formation. Throughout our Galatians series, we're going to offer a short practice each week that will help us connect with God, meditate on part of the passage from Sunday, and live out God's truth found in that passage. On Sunday, we did the work of studying and seeking to understand the passage, and now we're going to enter into God's presence and to allow that scripture to mold us and form us. Our goal in these practices isn't primarily to uncover a new truth or learn something new beyond what was covered on Sunday, but to meet with God and allow His Word to wash over us and transform us. Each week, we'll use the acronym PRAY to first pause, then rejoice, ask, and finally yield to God. Let's do that now. As we begin, take a moment to pause and to be still. If you're able, close your eyes, take some deep breaths, and just simply acknowledge that God is present with you in this moment. Father, in the midst of everything swirling around me, help me to be still and to quiet my heart that I might be able to hear from you and just grow more aware of your presence. As we continue, let's rejoice in who God is and what He's done. Take a moment now to express your gratitude to God and to rejoice in Him. Father, we thank you for being a God who is near, whose presence is as close to us as our very breath. We know that you are good and through your spirit, you are working good things in us and through us, even right now. And we praise you for that. Thank you for being a God who doesn't just save us and then leave us alone, but instead one who is alive and active in our lives and in the world around us. The passage we're meditating on today is Galatians 5, 13 through 16. The Apostle Paul says this, You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. I think it's interesting that right after Paul talks about the freedom that we have from the law and the rules and the elemental spiritual forces of the world, he immediately follows it up with an appeal to the Galatians to be careful not to use this freedom to indulge the flesh, to follow the desires that spring from our human brokenness. But instead, he gives us a vision of how we are now to live in this new kingdom where we no longer are enslaved to these things that offer us a false hope and empty promises. But instead, we are walking around free, and this freedom allows us to selflessly and generously give ourselves to others, to love and serve those around us. As humans, we tend to be creatures of habit. We choose what's familiar, what's known, what's comfortable, even if it's not the best. Are there things that you are choosing to do or thought patterns you're allowing in your life that are simply comfortable but not what God wants for you? What are ways that you're choosing to live enslaved to an old way of life? 
like Paul said, we are free. As you think about the reality of the freedom that you now have in Christ, take a few moments to praise God for rescuing you from those things that have enslaved you in the past. Paul tells us in this passage that we are freed up to love and to serve others. But of course, anyone who's lived for more than a day knows that humbly serving our neighbor in love isn't as easy as it sounds. How do we live a life of love, of kindness, of joy, of patience? Paul says, ah, my friend, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. When you walk with God, you will not so easily give in to those things, those desires and behaviors and habits that spring out of our brokenness. So how do we walk by the Spirit? That is the question, isn't it? In some ways, this idea feels mysterious and uncertain. The Spirit of God you know, is with us and in us, and yet sometimes we live out our days or even our weeks entirely unaware of it. You know, if I can't see Him or smell Him or hear Him or touch Him, how do I walk with Him? And I guess that's the tricky part. We don't exactly get a formula. Instead, God simply offers us Himself and invites us into the spiritual reality where we are in Christ and Christ is in us, and we are trusting Him to lead us and learning to recognize His voice, His movement, His promptings, and we are trusting Him to reorder our desires and our passions as we seek Him every day. So my friend, let me ask you, how do you need God to show up in your life today? What battles are you fighting internally that you need God to help you fight? What does it look like to not gratify the desires of the flesh, but instead to walk by the Spirit? God, would you teach us to walk with you? Help us to sense your spirit, to recognize you at work in our lives. Help us to obey not because we have to, but because we want to. Father, we invite you to transform our desires as we learn to walk with you. What is one tangible way that you can humbly love and serve someone around you today? Maybe it's an act of service, a change of attitude, or an encouraging word. Father, help us to see the people around us the way you see them. Our roommates, our family members, the neighbor across the street, our coworker. And God, would you help us to know how to best love and serve them today? Would you use us in their lives in such a way that they would know and experience your love? Let's read our passage from Galatians one more time, listening for anything God might be saying to us through His Word and surrendering ourselves to His work in our lives. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love. For the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. 
If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you will be destroyed by each other. So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. One of the beautiful things about living in the kingdom of God is that God didn't intend for us to live alone. Instead, we get to live in a community, a family who loves and supports and encourages one another. Can I encourage you today to find another brother or sister in Christ who you can be real with, who knows the battles that you fight, the ways that you're tempted to enslave yourself to the old way of life, and who isn't afraid to lovingly walk with you through that? Y'all, we are designed, patterned, wired for community. So Father, we thank you for the way that you have designed us for community, that we get to share life with others. God, we are thankful to be a part of your kingdom where we are no longer slaves to our brokenness, but God, where we live free. God, teach us to walk with you, to hear your voice, to obey and to desire the things that you desire for us and for our community. Father, we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen. Amen.